Okay, right. try it again. And we're going in three, two, one, take 12. And it's a protege, eh? Yeah. Chronics are where you say, eh? Yeah. Episode three. Whoa, that is loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's too loud, Oh, bro. my God. Let's try uh, that again. All right. So wow. Th- this is good for the outtakes. Oh, my God. You know what God. we could do? We could do like an episode. No, like a, you can a just five keep minute, talking. No, like a five-minute episode with just outtakes. Oh, my God. That was loud. <laughs> try, keep going, dude. Just, oh, my God. You do it. No, no, we're good. Go, go, go. Episode three. <laughs> You're an idiot. Of the welcome... <laughs> The what? I, don't, I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, welcome to something. I don't. I don't know what. <laughs> okay. All right. Dom's an idiot. I'm gonna. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. So it's episode three of the AIB show. Uh, this is Amit. This is Dominic. And uh, we're gonna keep this going, and uh, we're gonna continue uh, after what we did last week, and move into the New Jersey years. Touch base on like the my high school experience and some of Dom's as well and then uh, we'll see where it goes so for Dom mentioned last time that he got to go to school in in Boca and then transfer to another school for what was that extra year called postgraduate postgraduate PG, PG year apparently yeah you're right it is a very northeast thing yep. that I didn't even know was a thing um I went to school in New Jersey um and I mentioned that last time but it was interesting to me in New Jersey for a bunch of different things one is it was very different from Jamaica where we had desks, chairs, et cetera. But you know, it was also weird. And we brought this up last time when you got beaten Jamaica and fled when, <laughs> when, um, it was, I had never seen somebody talk back to a teacher. Before. Oh yeah. Bro, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. Like I saw some kids going back, like just <laughs> like teacher would be like, you know, you can't do X, Y, and Z. And they would just be like, meh, yeah. you know, ignore, even just ignoring. Yeah. Bruh, yeah. I did not know that Disrespect. was possible. Yeah, yeah. Cause in Jamaica you would get, I mean, you get a proper, like it wasn't yeah. even an option, yeah. you know, whether, and, 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 and I went to a Catholic school uh, for elementary school and those nuns were not light with the ruler at all either. So that was weird, but um, did that and it was weird. But then, then it was, I'd never been exposed to that many cultures, period. Like one of my boys, Mark, yes, Mark, I'm mentioning in this thing, you're welcome. He is an Egyptian dude. I had never met an Egyptian dude before, right? I still never met an Egyptian dude. Are you serious? Yeah. Haven't you met my boy, Mark? I don't think so. Oh, I want to say yes, but either way. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. How how's that possible? You you've been to New York like fifty thousand times. Yeah, I know. I want to go to Egypt though. It's on my bucket list. Anyway, move on. Wow. Okay. So I never met an Egyptian dude. I never yeah. met. I didn't even know anything about the Egyptian culture at all. So that was an educational experience for me. I didn't. I'd never met. I told you before. I'd never met Jewish people. So that was a new thing for me. And I may have, but didn't know I had kind of thing. Um, I had never met, I never met like, I mean, there's just so many cultures of a brand new, I never met. Okay. So this is the Jamaican non-racist, but very simplistic view of looking at Asian people who aren't Indian, i.e. Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Chinese. Yeah, like there is no distinction yeah. in Jamaica yeah. back then. I think it's better now, but nobody knew that there were, not nobody knew, nobody wanted to care yeah, that yeah, there were different so cultures. It, it, I, right. I grew, I grew up with that ignorant mentality. Yeah. Well, so did I. Chinese. Because I'd yeah. never met anybody. Yeah. I'd never met a Korean person yeah. before. Japanese. I'd never met a Japanese person yeah. before. None of that made any sense. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Right? Because we'd only been exposed to Chinese people. Right. 
We right. met one other non-Asian that wasn't Indian or Chinese. Who? Tura, Burma. Oh, that's right. Myanmar. Yeah. Myanmar, <laughs> yes. Trivia question. <laughs> Formerly Burma. But anyway, go on. No, that's true. Like, yeah. I never met. First of all, I didn't even know Burma was in the map, right? And we knew about Vietnamese people because there was Rambo in other movies. But beyond that, there was war movies, so you knew that existed. Well, you knew them as a, they existed as a people, but I'd never met anybody who wasn't Chinese. And so when I got to school in Jersey, I'd met Korean people. And I was like, whoa, right? And then also, because it was so new to me, meaning meeting these people of diverse cultures, right, who I had only known one of, if you will, it was, it was not... You ever think where you're like, oh, you can't tell that blah, blah, blah was Korean and right. not Chinese? And I was like, nope. Well, like, well, think about that as a reflection of the country as a whole, right? Where so many rural areas across the country right now, people aren't exposed to others that don't look like them, that aren't like them, right? So that's where, and I usually give a pass to racism or bias for so long, I, I say, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's ignorance. It's not people's fault. It's 2020 now. So you come into America, the mid-90s, me coming early 90s, things were different then, right, in terms of access to knowledge and understanding of people. You know, what? Google is a hell of a thing, for real? right, where we can seek actual truth and understanding and not... I just don't give people a pass on ignorance anymore as an excuse. Well, now anything. it's now now you're almost if you are ignorant, it's almost a choice now. Yes, like you're choosing to be ignorant. Yeah. You're, either, you're, you're either choosing or you're being remarkably intellectually lazy and not caring about. Yeah, seeking the actual truth and knowledge and understanding. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was an eye-opening experience for me to meet people of all these cultures because I had never experienced any of that, right and. Uh, yeah, and it was it was weird. And then knowing that, but then I didn't know. Like again on TV, it was you hung out with, like there were the the, the, the I mean there were the cool kids and the non cool kids, and I had no idea how to identify what that was because, and I think even I think people generally flock to what they know, right, of or course. what they're familiar with. Obviously, so like you would still see the clicks in school, right. <clears throat> Wow, I should have turned. I should have muted that. Apologies, guys. You should still see the fact that there are people who, um, who, uh, you know, like uh, a bunch of like people, whether they're related or whether they were just friends from before or whatever, they would hang out in these cliques. So, it, like, I had no idea where I belonged, right? Because I didn't belong to any particular group. Um, there weren't a lot of brown Jamaican dudes running around. There weren't a lot, and I was Indian, but I didn't really understand that culture either. So I was a I, I, I didn't know where to go or what to do. Right. And it was just, it was different, right? And then I would hang out with like, so then I would kind of just be a chameleon. I think that's where I learned to be a chameleon, right? So everything I would do would be to blend in with whomever I was with and whatever surrounding I was in, right? So if I was like, if we went to, and I was lucky enough where, um, lucky and unlucky. So my cousin Ed took me out to some, uh, we went to a bunch of, he was in college at the time, I believe. Yeah, I think he was going to Rutgers. And we would go out to a bunch of, um, we'd go to parties in the city. So one of, one of his boys uh, was a DJ at NYU. And uh, he was a hip-hop DJ. And we would go to all these parties. And 
I'm asleep in the back, right? At the back. So Ed's got, Ed had this red car with, with, with two doors. It was a Pontiac Grand Prix. And so I'm in the back of the car, the back seat of the car, and I'm asleep. And it's him and another friend. I forget who's, and who's riding shotgun. And we get out the Holland Tunnel or Lincoln Tunnel, one of them. We get out into New Jersey. And as we get into New Jersey, I mean, there are cop cars everywhere. Now, this is my first interaction with the police ever in my life. And they've, they're popped out. There's guns drawn. Now, mind you, I'm still, I'm asleep. And I wake up because Ed's hands are on the roof and you're hearing yelling. And the cops are like, you know, put up your hands, et cetera, et cetera. And they're yelling. And they've, they've blocked off. They've come in from, like, we're at a traffic light. So they're coming in, like, straight on, like, directly in front of us from the sides, et cetera. And this cop walks by. I think it was one cop. And he walks by, and he's got his gun drawn, by the way. And he's walking by, and Ed's hands are planted into the roof. Like, he couldn't go. He was trying to get through the roof the way he was, you know. And he wouldn't put the car in park or anything like that because, obviously, he's scared. Um, now, mind you, I don't know if I would have been as smart to not do that because I never had a run-in before. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, not... I mean, maybe he, I, yeah, I would assume he hadn't either, but either way, he knew the protocol. And the cop rolls by, and the cop's guy's going to draw, and the cop asked him to wind the window down, and I think it was wintertime, and he expressed, right, so he was like, yeah, I'm going to put the car in park. The cop's like, yeah, and he winds it down, and I'm in the back seat, right? Again, still, I'm laying down, and the cop comes up and starts yelling, and Ed's yelling at me to get up, right, because I'm not in plain sight, right. which is obviously a dangerous situation, and I wake up, and there is a gun at the window, like pointed at me. I think he had a flashlight too. And I mean, crazy scared. And cop rolls up, winds the window down. Um, and he goes to Ed and he was like, we have a report that, I think he said, we had a report that, that, this, that this car was used um, in a murder tonight to kill two people, yeah. right? And, but it was weird, right? So you should be scared. Ed went the opposite route and Ed got, pseudo arrogant which i was not expecting <laughs> and he was like wasn't this car and the cops like it was this car we have a report and he was like this is my car nobody got killed tonight not this car <laughs> um right and i'm like yeah this dude's getting arrogant and the cop was like the cop was like it was the cop was like it was two puerto rican two puerto rican men and a woman and ed starts laughing and he's like we're Indian. That's a guy in the back. He's got long hair. <laughs> right? He's just a little petite. A little petite. <laughs> right? So, the, so immediately it's like we kind of calmed down a little bit. Our heart, and the cop was like, oh, right? It changed the whole dynamic immediately. And he was like, I'll be right back. Yeah. And you know, and he comes back and he goes, I'm sorry. And then, you know, you got to roll on. And he was like, it was, it was. I'm it, just, it's also the dynamic, though, of, of you know. Anything non-Caucasian, you know, two Puerto Rican men, yeah, Indian, I, yeah, I mean, we're know. brown enough, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, whatever, you, yeah. you, you know, you fit, you, and mind you, had had it been a woman in the back, then God knows how that would have gone down, yeah, right? Because then you have to validate you're Indian or whatever, whatever. The fact that I happen to be the appropriate gender for this, you know, to not be the murderers of whoever killed whoever, yeah, um, saved us in that situation. Mind you, we were wide awake the rest of the drive home. Like, there was nothing coming down there. But it was so funny where I, that was interaction one. And I was yeah. like, this is definitely would, weird and scary. Would have been interesting. Well, actually not interesting because it could have gone south if, uh, you know, the report was two black guys and a black girl and you guys happen to be two black guys and a black girl. 
Well, that's what right. I'm saying. If we if we fit by, just by gender alone, mm-hmm. right? Even if we weren't even if we weren't black guys, a black girl. If if it was a woman in the back who was a brown person, it would have been a different situation, right? But I mean, so we were lucky. My point being that it was like you. That was a weird first experience to have, right? And that was like I was like, wow, New York City. This is a dangerous situation, right? Like I never. But how does that frame your your thoughts on the? I don't want to say the judicial system, but policing in general. You're thinking. That's just a normal thing, you know, incident like that, the way a deep talk to the officer, the way the officers interacted with you guys. I mean, is there any thought of that time or are you still just 15 years old and, you know, it is what it is? And yeah, you know? I mean, to me, it was normal, right? Because to me, it was normal for a couple of reasons. One is it was normal because they, there seemed to be the, one, they seemed, they, they listened. This particular cop listened to the fact that Ed was like, not Puerto Rican, I'm Indian. You can see that in my driver's license, well, you, you can see his name, but I mean, you know, you can deduce that that's not a Puerto Rican name. Um, but also the fact that um, it was like, I'll be right back. Now he was obviously not happy with the fact that they pulled over the wrong people. Um, but it was one of those things where like, it was like, okay, you see that you brought the, you called out the error of their ways, if you will. And we're like, all right, my bad. You guys have a good time, right? And it was, so I was like, okay, the resolution is there. It wasn't a, you know, nothing, it, it didn't blow out of proportion, didn't get crazy, whatever. So it seemed like really normal interaction. And I was like, wow, that's scary, right? And that, but here's the funny thing, that's scary, and that was a good outcome. Yeah. On the, on the, on the, it, the interaction, the, it seemed like there was a pseudo-apology. I'm sure they weren't like... No, it wasn't like, like, yeah, yeah it was just like, like all right, move night. on. But yeah. that, that's still actually a very good overall outcome compared to what happens a lot of times just in general. Right? Yeah, but that's, what, so, but I mean, but so, that, but to your point earlier, that's proof point of you are only as good as your experiences, right? You're only as good as everybody's ignorant to a fault at times, because yeah. when you hear about interactions in general, if it hasn't happened to you, you're like, well, that it can't happen or it wouldn't happen oh, I mean, or whatever, I'm, whatever, right? Until I'm it does. I'm completely guilty of that until. Yeah, until it does. You're like, crap, that's what happened. Until my incident happened, I didn't think it was, it just didn't happen. This is America. Yeah. End of the free. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was, but the other part of it too was, it was, I was a 15 year old kid going to a club in New York. Stuff I shouldn't have been doing also too, right? So on my side, I was like, hold up, man, I'm doing something here that I'm just lucky I got away with to some level, right? Like we wasn't drinking or anything like that, but I was. Sure. Sure. You weren't. Didn't drink. Amit didn't drink till 20. It was 20, 19 or 20. I didn't drink. No, Amit it was 20. also yeah. just referred to himself in the third person. And he does that a lot. He does that a lot. Oh, and, and interestingly enough, the, the birthday that I did drink at and got really drunk at was with one Ivanka Trump, which was very comical. <laughs> 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 it was a very comical time. Uh, uh, another server at the time. That was, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was quite an evening. Uh, um, and, uh, but yeah, so it was, it was that. Right? My point is, like, New Jersey had, like, all these different things. Obamaya saw a lot of things from that interaction to people that I'd never met before. Culture, sorry, that I never met or interacted with before. Um, the ways of viewing Indian people in other cultures as well, because everybody has the stereotypes, and the stereotypes still, still play through, and you see that. Um, you touched in also that experience, you know, the different types of Indians, but also noticing how different cultures kind of grab from other cultures, right? This is mid-90s, right? So we're talking oh, yeah, hip-hop, hip-hop videos, you know, movies, yeah, things of that nature was, where 
where many people would grab the what they figured was the the attire and the vernacular and acting like it but then you know you, you mentioned something offline where when it comes to the home personally you know from the family values that you would they, they, they wouldn't date anyone Right. Yeah, and no, that, you couldn't. But I mean, it's it's funny because I think that 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 still happens to a level. It was always happened yeah, to yeah. a level, right? Where like you go out and say, um, like when I was young, and I'm guilty of it. I'm sure a lot of people are as well. Where you roll out, like especially back then in the '90s, to your point, right? You go to a you know you go to school, and back then it was all hip hop. Everything's urban. It was you know the biggest jeans you could put on and Timberland boots and all that kind of stuff, right? And I literally wore like a 32, 32. My dude, I can barely, 30 falls off me literally right now, and I'm nowhere near a 32 length pants. Like, these were huge, right? And you wanted Jenko jeans and stuff like that, which I'm sure some of you guys had wore. Uh, and you're wearing these massive things, right? T-shirts, a double X, like everything just makes no sense how big it is, right? And then, so you'd be, you'd be, I guess urban is a PC term, right? You'd be hood, right? You'd try to, and you would talk in every level. You would of, talk, but, but the funny thing is, and it's, it's more common now to, for people to explain, like, that culture, the black experience, it, it's black people aren't a monolith. So we, we, as a society, would grab those aspects, thinking that that's all black people, that's what we like, because of the music videos and the movie, but not realizing that even, you know, within your own neighborhoods, not all black people are like that. Everybody's different. Yeah. Just like with any other culture in general, right? But that was the, the quote-unquote cool thing to try to mimic Right, and it's basically it's the cultural appropriation of what, as a society, we envisioned the culture was. Everyone in that culture was big jeans, the way they speak, hip hop, and you know. No, it was, but it was, but it was interesting because you'd also see it from like so. There was a bunch of people like so. New Jersey, Edison, New Jersey is very, very. It's little India. Like there was a lot of Indian people there. It's it's uh it's you can get anything you want. Um, from India, and it's like that, right? But you would have a lot of people who just came in from India recently, right? Like, you know, uh, new immigrants, right? Uh, fobs is what they're known as, people fresh off the boat, right? And you would see this, and, and so they would come in, and the way that they would get acclimated, the way that I would see this is from my perspective, is the urban culture. It's like, all right, let's go hip hop, because that's what the general norm is, right? That's what I should conform to or try to be like, or whatever, right? Um, and so you would be that in school. You'd play that role. You'd be like, yo, and you'd be, you know, like every, your, you know, all, all your handshakes are extra, you know, it's like the extra, the hug and the love and the this and the that, listening to music way too loud, like all the things that every kid does in every generation. And you go home and you turn it off completely. And then you are, you know, uh, whomever at home, you're, you're like the nice, you know, you're, you're the version of you that your parents want you to be. Right. Right. But it, it's, it's funny you say all that because I think it's, I mean, look at what's going on today. Right, we'll see all these people post George Floyd this and Black Lives this and that. But at the end of the day, you know, we know for a lot of people, with the way they vote, and it's not just president, right? We're talking down battle voting. We're talking their issues and stuff. At the end of the day, the shit doesn't matter to them. It's it's. So what I'm saying is, back then people are like, the, the term acting black again. Yeah. Black people aren't a model, but acting mm -hmm. black but not caring about anything, right? We, 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 about any play, but anything going on, good or bad within the, the, the community in general. So it's, it's the same thing happening now where, oh yeah, you know, I, I, I wanna make a Facebook post or an Instagram post about, you know, blackout this and blackout. 
But your issues at the end of the day, your, your, your priorities in life, you don't care about people, um, the suffering, historical or systematic, whatever it is currently going on. Um, it, it's a sham. No, right? but that's but that's but that's everything, right? Meaning that you you want everybody wants the good, everybody wants the what they perceive as the good. Yeah, well, I should and, say, and they perceive right? as as representative. Well, everybody wants like. what they want, right? Yeah. Everybody's in it for them. It's very ph philosophical. Everybody wants what they want. Yeah, you like that's deep. <laughs> um, um, no, everybody everybody wants what's in it for them, right? So I yeah. want I want the cool parts that I want, right? Uh, hip hop's out there, and I want the music so yeah. I can chill and and vibe and enjoy it, right? I want. Um, I want the I want the fashion. I want yeah. all that stuff, right? And if if that hip hop artist or whatever else goes to jail or whatever, well, you shouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the next hip hop artist, right? So you will continue to get your fix, right? But you're not you're not. But, but nobody it, was. It becomes though my appreciation for another. This is what it is. My appreciation for another country is like a a buffet, right? Country or it's culture. all a, a, another culture. Uh -huh. Did I say country? Yeah, you did. Oh, my bad. Culture. It's like a buffet. Right, like it's like a, a la carte. Well, I'll take this. Yeah. I'll do this. I like this. And well, but you know, but and, but and, but that's not all bad, by the way. I think that that's not all bad. I think the difference, like for example, if you go to like I love in in Latin cultures in general, right? There is a there is a strong family dynamic that I think is dope, right? Where like you'll hang out with with you know like generations of family and guy, you and your giant tin. Sorry for the background noise. This guy is drinking out of a quart size thing and making this tin noise and. And then he's got to go to the bathroom 12 times, man. What is wrong with you guys? Man, what is wrong Hydration is key. Bruh. All right, mm -hmm. my point is, you. everybody wants the things, everybody takes the good from what they want, right? So as I just mentioned, in Latin cultures, generally speaking, there's a big family dynamic. And that's pretty dope for me now in my present state of life where I'm like, that's awesome. You get to hang right. out with all generations and everybody's hanging out and having drinks together. But we're comparing, blah, 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 blah. That to, we're comparing that to what people perceive as a culture as big genes. Now, no, you, but you the see the difference is, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, one is, one is totally super... Well, no, but, I mean, sorry. I guess what I was saying was that people always want... People don't, but again, so with that, I'm not taking why the culture, why the family dynamic is so strong, right? And by so strong, I mean why the generations stay together, right? Now, is that because of some, like, some past situation or whatever else? I'm just looking at it right now as it currently stands, yeah. right? I'm looking at that fashion thing right now as it currently stands. I'm looking at whatever. Very few people go, why is that the way it is? Where the hell you come from? So on and so forth. And because it's not yours, so i.e., if that person, as I mentioned, goes to jail or does whatever else, I don't, that's not mine. I can literally turn that off now and be like, okay, I'll go to the different channels, the TV, mm. right? A la carte, buffet, whatever. I'll go get this instead. So only now, I shouldn't say that, but I think, I think now that people are trying to understand the histories of what makes certain things happen. And, and I don't necessarily mean like, um, I, I mean, I literally mean uh, how we, how we perceive any culture in society and what where they came from, right? Were you know Syrians fleeing, from, you know Egyptians, except everybody who had strife, right? You know Israel as it is right now in the Middle East, blah blah blah. But if you're not in your backyard, if you're not seeing it all the time, and if you don't have a direct connection, for people to truly want to understand, it's that you got to want it. Yeah. Now people don't want it because it doesn't affect my bottom line. Well, I think even before want though, you have to be open, or, or is want for I don't know what's the chicken or the egg, but you know. What if you don't, what if you don't, you're saying to actively want to learn, maybe to, to listen to people, to speak, to research, right? Mm -hmm. But what if someone's coming to you with some information? 
to try to enlighten you about something. True. Right? Okay. So you have to be, even be open, and that's the problem, too. But, but the thing people is are to, just yeah. steadfast on either not caring or just in their incorrect beliefs and assumptions. So I'm of the general notion that people are selfish, straight up. Yeah. I think that there are a few people in the world or a small populace of the world who are, who are, trying, to, who are trying to do things for the greater good. Generally speaking, we're selfish AF. Yeah. And I'm and I mean that and I'm including myself by the way. I'm not I think there's a yeah, I think overall yes, but I think even people who are altruistic and do certain things, of course, naturally innate have a selfishness to them. Yeah. Because at the end of the day you can't go 24/7 thinking about other people. True. Right? But but I mean but what I mean by that is so everybody looks at the greater good for them and theirs, yeah. right? My 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 wife and my my family. Yeah. Right, so when you when you vote local, et cetera, whatever, you're doing things that would benefit you and your family. When you are going to yeah. shop with, the, I'm saying generally. Okay. Right. I mean, that's how I, people. I, that's how I, people. I, I think there's. I think there's a dramatic shift in that aspect. But that's how that's how people. No, it's shifting. Yeah. Right, but it's shifting because of the new generations, et cetera. In the past, you didn't have the exposure you have now to. What I would say is previous generations didn't have the exposure to knowledge and information that we do now, right? So they were comfortable in their blissful ignorance. Yes. And the only thing they knew that flowed through was dollars. Mm -hmm. Dollars governed everything. If you want to move up in society, if you want to do whatever else, it's all money. Straight up. That's it, right? The only people look at you differently is if you got money. And nobody cares. And to prove that point, nobody cares where you came from, right? Like, if you've got money now... People are so willing to forget your past, right? And like, case in point, if uh, being Indian, if I were to go to school, actually, and I think I did bring this up when I was going there, like I was, I was interested in becoming an actor. That was like my passion. Like, that's what I love to do in the, in the back. I still do. But for me to go to my mom or my dad, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to X school and I'm going to go study theater. That wasn't even an option, right. period. Right, because that is "quote unquote" a waste of money because there is no guaranteed job after that, right? And we didn't work this hard for you to not have a job after that and put this money into school, even though I paid for it. Not the point, you know. That's the whole thing, right? Because what am I going to tell my friends? What am I going to tell everybody else? How are people going to react? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Now, had I done that and I became successful, for example, it'd be it, like, it man, been, this guy's amazing. It worked out, yeah. yeah. Right, that's a dynamic. Comes down to dollars and cents, not how you got there. Right. And that goes across every cultural societal situation right now. So independent of. So my point is, you take what you want to get where you want to. You take the genes because that moves you up in that social dynamic. You take the music because then you can interact and, uh, and associate with people a little better. Right. Or maybe it helps you get out of your shell or whatever it may be. Right. But even on the flip side, too, we saw like um, we, you, you saw I saw I learned. So Bhangra music, I had no idea that was a thing. Right, which I think Jay Z, I think, sampled some stuff in his tracks and whatever, whatever. But he used um, Punjabi MC to so, do it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, so, I mean, so, I'm not saying like he took it, right, and, like, right, right. But my point is, I didn't even know that was something yeah. to take. You know, what <laughs> I mean? like I was like, what is this? Really, really into that Indian yeah, culture. Yeah, I'm the worst, man. I'm the worst. And I remember going to these things, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but that was so. What was interesting to me was as going to school in Jersey, Indian people, as much as they were urban or attempting to be urban, very or holding Indian. on to the Indian stuff as yeah. well. So they were playing both sides, mm -hmm. right, wherever possible. Well, and that's always a, um, I don't know if the word is difficult, but I guess difficult, especially for the older generation of 
you know, immigrants to America and really across the world immigrants, right? Because you, how do you assimilate if you want to assimilate while also holding on to your core values of your culture, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's always a balance, right? How much uh, there is a, I mean, it's come up now in present day as well. If you come to America, be American. Yeah. Which, it's like, and, it's but like which what does means that mean? what exactly <laughs> which know? means what you know right? where it's like it's like says the dude who's going yeah. to taco bell to yeah. get stuff and going to yeah. you know because blah, every blah, blah. american is either native pretty much what or an immigrant or a refugee right Literally. if you're american in this country that that's it so it's you and your family at some point are one of those yeah so they so so who do you be so everybody everybody's my point is everybody's a chameleon at some level yeah right you go to work and you are somebody else. You come home and you're somebody else. You have a meeting with whomever, you're somebody else. That's, that's an interesting one we'll get into in another show is the going to work and quote unquote keeping it real. I don't know if you remember that Chappelle skit. <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't seen when, that. When Ch keeping it real goes bad. The Chappelle skit, yeah, when keeping it real goes bad or goes wrong. Just one of my favorite skits there. It's, yeah. The but, dynamic of working in America. And we're talking, let's say this, let's clarify, white-collar jobs. Yeah. Right? Not blue-collar, yeah. right? And, Anything white-collar. by the way, I had both. Dom never had either, actually. You had blue-collar? Yeah, brethren. Waiting blue, tables and I, stuff like I, that. I don't know if that, is that blue-collar? It ain't white-collar. It's not blue-collar. It ain't, what do you mean? It, yeah. I mean, I, literally, I wore a white-collar shirt, but oh, it was blue-collar. Very <laughs> true story. In college, this dude worked at Cheesecake Factory as a waiter. My parents came up from Jamaica we happen to go to Cheesecake. My dad sees that Amit is the waiter. And this is literally what he says. Yes. We don't have to tip him. We know him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, I, yeah. the, the logic. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Jim Delgado, man. <laughs> Trying to save a dollar every time. Right? Yeah, it was a different situation. Um, but yeah, those, those, were, those were the college years, which, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, yeah, so New Jersey was interesting is, is, is the way to sum this up. And uh we will we'll, we'll transition into into going to college. I went to Daytona Beach first. Dom went to Miami straight, and then and even how we met at Miami because yeah. Dom's an idiot at that point. Yeah. So here's the thing that those of you that know us would probably find this surprising, but we really didn't become friends until college. Yeah. Even though we knew each other, and I mean we're cool. We knew each other growing up in Jamaica and everything, but it's the the college aspect, and college is actually what is a pivotal shift in my life you know an incident we'll discuss in another episode with the police that i mean talk about enlightenment my entire life changed going forward from this incident but we'll get into it yeah that's a nice down note to end this podcast <laughs> on. thank you Dom. much appreciated people are looking forward to the next episode now um thank you guys for sticking around with us uh we will we'll call it here but a couple things to note is we insert apple. up apple podcasts is we're up. on apple podcasts Please, please go rate, review, and literally rate and review. Um, Subscribe. All that good stuff. Five stars would be appreciated. Um, we're still on Spotify. We're on Force everything. So you're listening to us here on whatever medium you choose, but then obviously, you know, we're on the Insta and every which way, the AIB show. Um, so yeah, please help us out. Much appreciated. Seek enlightenment. Help us out. And again, yeah, if you have questions, comments, concerns, et cetera, just hit us up on, on Insta and, and maybe you want to chat with us on here. We'll gladly bring you on. Have a conversation. Um, thanks for the time, guys. Talk soon. Cool.